This is Suspenders Unbuttoned, a podcast where friends talk with friends about TV, movies, and books. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Suspenders Unbuttoned podcast. Today, our guest is costume designer, Barbara Graguzova. Welcome, Barbara. Thank you for joining us. Hi. Thank you for having me. Um, everybody, we have a special, another special guest today. We have Cinda, who usually works behind the scenes for us. And we are really excited um, to have her on live with us and helping out. And she's been a part of our group since the day it started. So thank you, Cinda, for coming. You're and welcome. We are very, very excited to have Barbara here. Uh, we were just joking, I guess, behind the scenes that Barbara was the inspiration for our Suspenders Unbuttoned name. So we thank you for that. <laughs> and I think all of Team Nathan thanks you for that. Um, they all do. <laughs> for sure. Oh, I'm already hearing comments coming. Yeah. Anything's good. Hi, Roxanne. Um, go ahead, Julie. Why don't you lead us off with our first um, question? Yeah, I'm like, what did we decide that we were going to ask? Okay, so um, we... I don't know. <laughs> we, we, we came together over Wind Calls the Heart, but we um, also know that you've um, costumed for other, uh, other series. Uh, can you give us another series that you've costumed for? Well, I did like 14 movies with Candice Cameron Burev, which is the Aura Tea Garden Mysteries. So, I mean, originally it was just movies, but they kind of changed it into like series of movies. So I guess we can call it sort of a series. Right. Uh, but otherwise, it's uh, basically when calls the heart. Okay. Uh, so did you do all of her movies or a series? Is that, is there only 14 of them? There's 17. There's 17. So I didn't do the, I didn't do the first one. I was brought in during the their second one. And then I did, I think until 11 and 12 I didn't do. So yeah, I basically didn't do three of them. Okay. That's, That's amazing. We have a lot that watch Aurora Tea Garden uh, right. for sure. So um, those are fun. And it's fun to see that contrast between a contemporary series and uh, uh, historical uh, series. Oh yeah, it's like it's completely different, right? Like I like building stuff from scratch, so that's great to do on When Calls the Heart because we are building lots of costumes, especially for the ladies and girls, because that's hard to find. Uh, the boys right. and men are a little bit easier because you can actually buy it in stores okay. and then we alter it. So okay, all right. So so alteration. <laughs> do I just do I just dive down there? Okay. I'm the sewer in the group. Um, so uh, so I've been on your account since way a long time ago. Uh, so do you use, do you make your own patterns or are you buying patterns for the women and girls? Okay, so I actually don't do the patterns. Mm -hmm. So my mom does the patterns. Yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes oh. I had to do some patterns last year. So if I have to do patterns, I usually do use board out. It's uh, the magazine, which yeah. basically, you know, so I use their pattern for, let's say, code, and then I alter it. At least that's how I started when I, I think I started to sew. Well, I started to sew when I was 16. Yeah. But, like, I built, I think I did my first code when I was, like, 19 or something. So, you know, like, I take something basic, and then I do the seams the way I want them. 
I kind of like to do like wardrobe, which is basically made out of like 36 pattern pieces, just a lot. Right. Um, wow. So I did, like dresses for myself and coats. But yes, yeah, so for Mankles the Heart, uh, my mom, she basically, well, she has her little magic. <laughs> she has her basic patterns. Mm -hmm. And then she adapts those to whatever I tell her to build. So, no, um, I, I, I love that. So I can see it like often in like, say, Elizabeth's skirt. I can see the basic pattern there. But yeah, it like, often. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And then we alter it for what we want to be. And then also I had actually, I worked with Jennifer. She's not, she wasn't with us last couple seasons, but she also built some of the pieces and she has her system. So, you know, everybody has their system and then they worked with it. I don't really talk into it. I just want it to look, you know, based on my vision mm -hmm. or, you know, the sketch I quickly do. And, uh, and usually it turns really good. So that's really great. Okay. So that's, that's awesome. So, um, so you're sewing a huge number of the pieces for the women and girls and then buy the guys pieces. Yes. So we had um, to actually start building some stuff for actually kids because they are start, you know, they grow up, right? Oh, so oh. a lot. Oh, so, what? Uh, so, um, so we were kind of couldn't find like the pants, which would work for like Robert. So right. we had to start making him pants from scratch. Oh, and then, yeah. uh, you know, basically like as soon as we cannot find the size in a store, we start building it, especially for like the boys as well. If it's anything specific, like uh, when we had um, baseball team, so we had to build all those costumes and that was quite fun because oh, it was yeah. different, right? Or then we had the elf costumes. So we had to build that from scratch. Right. It was quite funny right. um, because I was at the wedding at the time. So I had to do sketches actually at the wedding and sending it to my girls. <laughs> Um, well, the wedding was actually in Slovakia, and it was my best friend. So that's amazing. Was, like, basically, sitting at the table and eating dinner. Oh my goodness! And sketches, touching on the napkins. Um, <laughs> so napkin sketch. Um, I love that. Um, oh yeah, the um, growing boy thing. As a parent, I'm going to tell you, dress pants when their waist <laughs> is a 24 and their inseam is a 33. That they don't. That's not available in the store. So. I did a lot of altering. Um, I had boys that were very much built that way. And that I, you can see uh, Robert, um, Jaden, is very much built that way. So that tall, thin. Right. Well, he's so tall. Yeah. yeah. And the pants are not long enough, unfortunately. So. No. No. So to get the thin enough waist, you, it's rough. Right. No. So I bet you ended up started doing dress pants for the boys from scratch. Huh. That, that's a lot of work. All right. I'm going to ask just because people have asked. And we so okay. Allie's classic num jumper. How many different jumpers have you had to make for that? Because that first year season jumper of hers, season six, she was still wearing it in season eight, and that girl is not the same size. Actually, it's the same one. Really? Is it really? Yeah. Dropping the buttons so, down. <laughs> I kind of like the way how we build things, especially for the children. Like, mm -hmm. we know they will grow, right? Right. So certain things are built to accommodate their growth. So, you know, there is enough seam allowance to either mm -hmm. even for like the dresses to let them, you know, like let the waist down mm -hmm. or the straps can be changed, you know, yeah. like. So each year we basically refit all the existing wardrobe for everybody. And right. then, you know, we do necessary alterations. And, you know, sometimes you cannot really push the item or, the, you know, the piece 
anywhere. So it's basically, it has to go away. We don't okay. throw anything out. We still have it. Right. We, you know, we reuse everything. But um, yeah, but anything what we can alter, we always alter every year. So um, yes, so she actually, the most time she grew up is this year. So we had to kind of add more pieces this year just because certain things had to go and they didn't fit the right way and there wasn't room to let them out. But even like for the girls' dresses, we started to do like the tucks. So if you see, like they have tucks right here. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like if they get bigger in a chest, you can remove the tuck. And, you know, and the since the skirt is gathered, then you can right. actually expand the skirt as well. So... Yeah, it's kind of thought through just because, you know, we don't have enough budget or time to sometimes go from scratch. So we have to mm -hmm. be able to accommodate the pieces we already have. Right. And it and it feels realistic, too, because they wouldn't have a, a super vast wardrobe during that time period anyway. So it, it seems realistic to be able to watch them wearing the same outfits sometimes. I don't know if that's, if that's typing. Can you hear that? Yeah. Don't I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Can you mean the sound? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's on my end, but I'm not very technical, so I don't think That's I okay. Really? I didn't know if it was me. So I thought yeah, I, I kept thinking Cinda was answering comments or something. <laughs> but it's not Cinda. <laughs> oh, that's okay. We're fine. Um, so you you're talking a lot about how you have to customize pieces. Is there um a certain character that you have to do that for the most like um i don't know keep customizing pieces other than the children an adult character i guess is what i'm saying well, um it's surprising that simply you know like it had COVID, everybody would think that people would gain weight, but they actually lost weight. Mm -hmm. We noticed. So, you know, like every, or, you know, like if one of the actors had a baby, you know, like her also, like the, her size changed, you know, like right. during the show or, you know, after or before. So it's actually interesting. Like we basically refit everything on everyone. You know, we had to actually alter all Gavin suits one point. Mm -hmm. So we actually take them all in. So that was last year. Then uh, we had to also alter all Jack's, ward Jack's wardrobe as well. So Jack Wagner. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And, yeah. But it's really, it really depends, right? Like, and also the things shrunk or, you know, like, because we do use their closet so much, you know, like the fabric gets kind of, you know, like it loosens up a bit. So, mm -hmm. you know, like it's like your regular clothes, right? It's not right. like when it's brand new, it's stiff. And as much as right. you are wearing it and going on, you know, like certain things stretch out. So you kind of have to refit everything and make sure it fits the way it's supposed to. Right. So, um, right. Uh, yes, yeah, so I would say like it applies on all of them, like on the ladies okay. or men. And every year is really different. Right. So every year you, they all have to come in and you have to fit all of their costumes. Yes. For them every year. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> It's well, Barbara, so how big how much clothes they have? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was one of our questions too about how many pieces do you have? Like, how many does each character have around the same amount? Does somebody have like way more than another character? I mean, probably the the main few characters have the most, and you know. The supporting actors maybe not so much, but um, yeah, tell us a little bit about that. How big this wardrobe is? 
Well, we have actually big storage, which is full. Um, the most wardrobe probably has, I would think, Elizabeth. She has mm-hmm. a lot of wardrobe. She has lots of coats. But she has lots of jackets. Basically, she okay. has lots of so. My husband's question is, where does Elizabeth store all of her coats? Because they don't fit in the row house. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> TV magic. I'm like, it's kind of like Hermione's purse and, and Harry Potter. You just keep stuff and stuff in it. It's magic. <laughs> um, go ahead, Julie, with the next. Let's need to ask a question. Oh, we lost her. Oh, we've lost her. Let me see if she is coming back. I think she's probably rejoining. <laughs> <laughs> we will just hang out. Anyway, if you're watching us, hi, I see um, 24 people on YouTube, which is fun. So throw your questions in. Say hi while we're waiting. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to ask dumb questions. Can you see their questions on YouTube, Sarah? I can see, um, I, I see Facebook questions. I see yeah. Lillian. I do see Lillian. I see um, Roxanne on YouTube. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it's all mixed here. Oh, here's Barbara. At her back. Hi. Hi. I don't know what happened there. So no, sorry. Okay. We're still here. We'll go with the flow here. 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 <laughs> we'll figure no, it out. How do you determine a character's look overall? Is that something that you have to come up with on your own? Or are you given guidance? It really depends what it is. Like I had one time when Peter DeLuise said like he wants this particular character to have like the, you know, like the vest, which is going like really high up. Um, so, you know, like that was like very specific, mm-hmm. but literally like we had, like once we get the script, uh, I talked to the director and our showrunner and uh, we, you know, if, if there's anything specific they're looking for, they tell me, you know, but okay. they don't really talk about like specific color palette or, you know, like, or exactly like the silhouette for the ladies or anything, right? So, so, you know, like there might be certain specifics or, you know, there might be a certain action accommod- like in a, in a script which we need to accommodate for. But like, right. um, usually I just basically kind of do what I want for my yeah. job. Wow. As a job, I find that amazing. That's great. Like you kind of want each character to be different, right? So, and also you have to reconsider like your resources, which we have in town and what is available to us, you know, and the actor's size is very important. So that kind of limits your options, what you can even choose, right? So uh, if somebody, uh, so because certain sizes just, you know, there is not that many options as in other sizes, right? Especially when it comes to men's suits, let's say. And then you have to check for the fabrics too, because, you know, it's, we are trying to go, you know, historic as much as we can but it's still mm-hmm. stylized show right so right uh, certain fabrics just don't work for us and there is lots of you know too much shiny suits so we don't want to do that right. right 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 so do you read the script and then determine kind of like okay this person should be wearing something you know like do you make the you make all the all that decision on um what they're wearing when unless you hear a specific direction from say a director or a showrunner am i understanding that right 
sorry, you were cutting up there, but I think I kind of understood the questions. So yeah, usually like, I mean, let's say like lots of our characters are reoccurring, right? So they already have their closets and we are just mm -hmm. expanding their closets based on our needs. When it's yep. somebody new, like let's say if there is somebody, you know, if, and we had somebody coming last year, uh, you know, like I maybe have a direction like, oh, like she should be more modern or we can go with the shorter skirts, right? Like, mm -hmm. like I get that direction. So last year we had, um, uh, I don't remember the character's name right now, but uh, when Lee's sister daughter Rachel. came to town, yeah. Rachel, yes. Yeah. So, you know, like she had shorter skirts and she had kind of different color palette. So sometimes yeah. like if we have even a new character, uh, you know, like I go with maybe color palette, which we don't have that much in town, but okay. it also has to work for the character, right? But like she had lots of yellows yeah. um, and then she had like houndstooth skirt and, you know, like, I had those fabrics actually for a while and then I was like, oh great, this will work for her, right? And then also okay. like I have to send stuff for approval. So, uh, you know, like I cannot really build anything until I measure the actress. So uh, what we do in a fitting is we try on the blouses because sometimes, mm -hmm. uh, and like for Erin, we do build blouses, but for other characters, we don't usually, but we do alter a lot. So, you know, I might have like really big blouse let's say extra large, and now we have to turn it into like small or something right. like that. Um, so um, yeah, so like for the fittings, I put the blouses on and then I wrap for the skirt, they just, the actors are just, or the actresses are just holding like the, you know, the fabric <laughs> around <laughs> their waist. Nope. And then I send that for the approvals to Hallmark that, you know. Oh no. Well, she'll come back. She'll come back. Oh, oh, I see your um, comment, De Jennifer. That is on our list about um, color coordinating, you know, characters or families. And here she is. Let is me let her back in. in. Yep, that's okay. That's Hi. <laughs> that's okay. I might be doing it quite a few times. I don't really know what's that's happening. Okay. I don't know if it's raining in Vancouver or something, which is a possibility. Is it raining again? Still in Vancouver. It's the Pacific Northwest. That's what it does, right? Yeah, it was pretty boring today. So that sinks. Um, so Julie, do you want to jump on the white blouses question? <laughs> yeah. So we had multiple people send us messages. To Elizabeth has a range of cream and white blouses. Uh, is there a reason behind her large wardrobe of neutral blouses? It kind of just happened, I think, really. I mean, when I was asked to design the show in season three, like she already kind of had like the soft colors in her wardrobe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the pastels for sure. Yeah, so we kind of just went with it. And you know, like in the assortment of all the other characters, like it kind of works to make each of them different, right? And I mean, it looks yeah. great on Erin too. So, right. Um, so we kind of sticked with it, right? And she, and you wanted to have the difference, right? So, and you can find so many nice like cottons with little prints, which, mm -hmm. you know, like it gives it a little bit of texture, but it's, you know, but it's not just a solid fabric. So, because I love texture. So, uh, or, right. you know, like any details and stuff. So, um, it's always like nice to find like, you know, like really nice fabric. We can build a blouse for her or sometimes it's just nice to find 
we have blouse in a store which would work for her as well mm -hmm. and then like literally like her blouses are really reconstructed like yeah like you have you know like it can have like a big poofy sleeve and we change yeah. it into like something fitted but it's like there is lots of pinning going on like she looks like yeah. a little frankenstein sometimes so <laughs> <laughs> a little pin cushion <laughs> um yeah i like your mix of uh we lost her again oh darn oh that's okay i feel bad i don't want to uh, yeah and it might be their internet with um the heavy rains in vancouver yep. and so um they they just that is just the way it is in some places so well you know what we just roll with the punches right um, the it's kind of interesting to see that here that that just evolved and so it sounds like it's going to continue to evolve yep, uh, she's back yay she keeps popping back the box and she's there back she there you are we'll figure it out yay. don't worry about it um yeah. So you were just talking about how, you know, you like to find patterns in your fabrics and all that. So I wanted to kind of change the subject to all your embellishments because I feel like that's something that very much Barbara, like you, the buttons, the lace, the trims, like the trims, yeah. we love all the pictures you put up of that. So tell us a little bit about um, how you decide that, where do you like to find them? Um, Oh, maybe what's your favorite embellishment? I think my favorite would be buttons. I'm just obsessed with buttons, but trim is not far behind. Okay. Yeah. So uh, when, when before COVID, when I used to like travel, uh, when I went to a certain country, I usually went to their like a fabric store or a button store, mm. you know, and then I kind of brought some really unique pieces back here. Um, yeah. And then we use them on a show. Um, so I kind of oh, like collect cool. lots of, you know, lots of pieces from different parts of the world. Even like, I know, like I bought a fabric in Portland and then Erin ended up wearing it. Uh, so it's like one of her yellow skirts, which is my favorite personally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but there was, but there was just enough for a skirt. So yeah, and then uh, there was a store, I mean, it's still in Vancouver, but it's Button Button. Uh, I don't know if it's open. Oh, no, I feel bad. <laughs> I wish I could change the weather. Right? Just uh, when we were talking about buttons, everybody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right when we were talking about buttons. I do love that she gets buttons from anywhere um different places have different buttons if you're in the same place it doesn't matter the store you go to it seems like they yep. have all the same choices yeah so i love that she's oh, bringing yeah. things in there she is there, there, she go. is. <laughs> there we go what about accessories barbara what are your favorite accessories well we don't really do that much so usually like we do the earrings yeah so so like like last couple of years, like I collaborated like th with three designers, which yeah. sent me really beautiful pieces. Uh, so one of them is Brooklyn Designs. Then okay, we, I saw them post today. Uh, so yeah, she actually reposted. And then Julie Ellen Designs, I actually started collaborating with her last year. And then I collaborated with Kim Jakum Designs. I'm not sure if I pronounced the name right. Uh, unfortunately, Kim passed away this year, so oh. that was very sad because she was actually supposed to send us some pieces for season nine, but uh, 
uh, she didn't get a chance. That's um, sad. Yeah, but we still are using the pieces from last year. So okay, yeah. So, uh, I love supporting. But I love hearing those names and getting those out there, supporting those small designers. That's a fantastic. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So basically, Julie introduced me to Kim, and you know, like each of them has a different style, so it works for different mm -hmm. characters. And then sometimes they do actually custom pieces for us. So they just ask, like, you know, like for which characters do I need certain, you know, do I need more pieces? And then uh, they send some, you know, over. Um, I usually, you know, choose them before they arrive, just that they don't send me something that I cannot use. But uh, yeah, it was great collaboration, like with all three of them, like in the last few years. Um, yeah, and then, uh, you know, I usually find some pieces in local stores, um, depending on what's needed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. I and mean, we see those details and we know the cast loved those details because they often post them, you know, yeah. those are the things we see. We see a lot of shoes. Yeah, we do. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about that. I feel like I feel like Elizabeth might need some prettier shoes. She's kind of tough one, I have to say. Um, I'm just kidding. I've been seeing fancy shoes, like Molly's fancy shoes, and um, even the guys just posted. Who posted the other day? It was oh. Lucas, well, actually, no, it was that a guy, but he posted Lucas's shoes as well. Yeah, oh, Wesley. Right. Wesley. Yes. Yeah. Wesley did his buckled shoes, uh, which I love that style. Um, very in, very cool right now, that, that buckle top men's shoe. But it's historically correct. And then, uh, then the wingtips, too, of uh, Lucas's. Those are great. Yeah, so, like, for ladies, like, there is cute brands. Like, there was actually this great European store, but they closed down. So that's kind of sad because they had really beautiful styles. Mm -hmm. uh, but then there is like a Miss in Vancouver, which we use a lot because they kind of go the closest to, you know, historically sort of accurate shoes we can use on a show. Uh, then for the men's shoes, actually, the Lucas's shoes are um, uh, from, well, this guy in Vancouver. His name is Carlos. Okay. So he actually had a store, but because of COVID, he had to turn it like close down. So it's actually... It, XIXO letter artistry, but it's okay. quadra shoes, if I pronounced it right, I hope. Yeah. So, um, but uh, so, but basically, Lucas wanted new shoes this year, and he had very specific idea of the show. And um, and then um, so I was lo looking like where can I find a pair, right? And then I contacted Carlos, and they actually had black pair which was just one of it they only had like a sample pair and then they had those brown pair which you actually saw in that post and uh -huh. chris actually loved those the brown ones because originally yeah. he wanted black ones but now he's wearing the brown ones more than the black ones so <laughs> okay uh, yeah but we were kind of really lucky that they had like a pair of shoes in what you know like modern day in a store which we can right. work for something historic yeah right my very fashion-forward young, youngest son has those shoes, both those shoes in those pictures. I was like, we got those. <laughs> so. well, the came back too, right? So, mm -hmm. yeah. No, the the historical shoes, the all the fancy, the wingtip, the buckles. Those are all super in right now. Plus the boots, you can get the boots too. That's got to be helpful. Oh yeah, like 
we were very we were very lucky with Lucas's shoes for sure because I didn't have idea where to find the ones which he wanted. So yeah, well, that's fun. So do the actors um, often help you kind of um, come put their look together, like in how you know their kind of general look overall? Do they do you work together? as they get to know their character and your designing pieces? It depends really on the character. Like, mm -hmm. let's say for Chris, you know, like he watches lots of, I would say, history shows. He watch, he watches actually Peaky Blinders. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes when I see him for like a fitting, then he's like, oh, could we try something like this? Or, you know, like, or he tells me like, but let's say regarding the shoes, he was actually wearing dress shoes last you know, a couple of years. And mm -hmm. then he brought it up, well, I could kind of use new shoes. And it was like, okay. And then he showed me a picture, right? So it really depends on an actor and what it is, you know? And uh, I mean, for Molly, we got her new shoes this year. Yeah. She actually um, found a pair in Fluvog, which was amazing. And they worked for us. So great. Yeah, she posted uh, those. Those were cute. So, you know, like, it's really like something, I think, specific you know, and then, mm -hmm. you know, shoes are also like, they have to fit properly, right? So you want to be comfortable, right? So if an actress sometimes likes to just, you know, oh, like go to a store and try on the shoes, I am okay with that. <laughs> because, you know, like, at least we don't have to buy like 10 pairs and then return them, right? So yeah, it's right, kind of like easier. Right. And also like during right. the COVID, also the return policy changed in lots of stores. So you know, you cannot really pull as much as you used to, and you have to be just more respectful to what you are buying and, you know, bringing right. back to stores, right? So right. our budget is not that big that we can actually keep all those 10 pairs of shoes, right? So, um, yeah, so it really depends on the character. I mean, with Erin, this year we started, uh, um, like, because uh, we started doing, let's call it, like, some changes. So we kind of developed different system, but I'm not going to talk there because then I might say stuff which I'm not <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, don't give us any spoilers. She normally wears just a brown boot, whereas like Fiona has the very trendy shoes, um, and and Rosemary Pascal has posted some of her shoes. So, but we always just see the brown boot for Erin. Yeah, well, the thing is, like, but because Erin likes to be comfortable too. Yeah. Yes, I don't like, blame her. And it's really wet in Vancouver as well. I'm not saying yep. that other shoes are probably not like not you know for other characters are not comfortable, but everybody has their preference, right? Absolutely. And also, we had really great shoes for Erin, uh, but we kind of worn well. She worn them out, <laughs> and we cannot <laughs> get them anymore. So because the place, the brand basically doesn't exist anymore. So you know, right. like sometimes we are just rebuying the same shoe over right. and over again. But right now you know like you are kind of looking for certain things for different characters so it might not be the right look maybe but it might be right. more about the comfort and but you know that i think it's you know it's brown so that's good right <laughs> yeah i mean and they're on their feet all day long so yeah, i don't and blame also, them for wanting comfort yeah also so, uh, with the long skirt you don't see them much so yeah you don't it's all good <laughs> all right who's next Send throw out a question. Throw out a question. Uh, we covered so many of these. Sure. Well, 
caused you to come up with the suspenders because that's our craze, <laughs> buttons and suspenders. So how did you come up with what characters were going to wear suspenders? Oh, what characters wear suspenders? Yeah. Um, I think, well, for Nathan, he had to wear suspenders. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we like that. Kind of naturally. And then I know when I started, I think it was season three when I started out. So we had Hickam. And I found mm -hmm. these beautiful braided suspenders in Nordstrom. Yeah. So, and I was just like, well, somebody has to wear them. And Hickam was the good character who could actually, you know, pull them off. Right. Um, yeah. Found some. And then when, uh, yeah, when we, the Nathan was on the show, uh, you know, again, braided suspenders. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just, just such a beautiful detail, you know, like. And then, uh, you know, for the other guys, like, you don't really see the suspenders until, you know, they take all the layers off. So right. they still wear them, yeah. you know, right. so they still wear them underneath the suits and they have different from, you know, black to a little bit like, you know, diamond shape with red detail or something like yeah. that, you know. So we have a lot, like, we have lots of suspenders on a show. You just don't see them. Yeah. Yeah. If the guys are casual, I always prefer more suspenders than, you know, belts because it's more historically accurate. Right. Uh, right. So, and it's always nice to, you know, just see a guy in like a button up shirt, pants and the suspenders because it just looks really good and, you know, it works for the period. Right. Right. Definitely. So are you responsible for uh, Lee's plaid pants? I would probably say no. No, was that before you? Did yeah, you hear me? <laughs> yeah, because the black pants started in season two, as far as I know, at least. Okay, that's okay. what I remember. So, uh, so that he already had plaid pants, like, like you know, when I call it like I inherited the show. So, <laughs> um, so uh, he already had the plaid pants in his closet when I started. But you know, like when I was hired to do the show, I kind of chose. You know, like I wanted each character to look different, right? So what worked stayed, what didn't just went away, right? So, right. Um, and you know, the plaid pants were great on Lee and, you know, like for his character and it gives you another texture for him, right? Like it's something to play with, right? So Definitely. you don't want everybody to look the same. And, uh, and I just expanded on it, I would say. Mm -hmm. So I just right. added more. We had some crazy ones too. But uh, they didn't really make it to the show. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, no, they're yeah, not coming to season three. <laughs> and they were just like too much. Right. Too much. <laughs> I do love Lee's mixed patterns, though. Like, that's yeah. some of my favorite looks out there. Yeah, it's yeah. lots of fun to dress him. So, and it's actually kind of nice when, you know, all pieces are not the, like, you know, like it's nice to see him in like a three-piece matching suit, but then mm -hmm. also like, you know, like having like the pants and the vest and the blazer yes. and they are, you know, different fabrics and textures. Like he just looks so good in it. So. Right. Right. Yeah. It's perfect. It works. I think, yeah. I think your guys all look great. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but there's a fair, there's a few rounds of sharp dressed men. Uh, videos made with with your guys and it's e easy for the videographers to to make those videos because the guys look great um even when they're in casual wear so which speaking of casual wear can we talk about season eight because we're just gonna throw this out there Nathan looked great in his casual wear in season eight vacation Nate looked great yeah 
Yeah, it Sorry, was fun. It was, it was fun to see. Um, can you hear me okay? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, it's just like there is like moments when okay. it just gets choppy. It's and cutting out. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Julie. Say it again. <laughs> so we were we we're just saying <laughs> that even in the casual wear that uh, we were everyone was enjoying the casual looking guys. Vacation Nathan looked really good last season. Thank you. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Barbara, do you who is your favorite when called the heart character to dress um, or create for? I think that's really a tough one. So because they're also different, right? So right. So sorry, my husband is saying I should watch my shadows. So <laughs> you're well, fine. I can't do anything with it right now. It's kind of hard. Um, you don't have any. Um, so um, um, okay, one more time. Uh, what was the question? Sorry. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite or a few okay. favorites? characters that you like to dress the most I really fun. like making clothes for children like oh, yeah. I think that's my favorite like the yeah. girls dresses but even for you know boys like uh like definitely like the uniforms were lots of fun you know like it's just it's I don't know like designing for kids is just different and also I don't think lots of sh shows have children's you know where, right. like you don't have that opportunity to actually design for them so I think it's always kind of unique and fun and you know like right. especially like they're growing right so it's kind of right. interesting like what they fit every year and what they don't um right. and we have really great cast so like all those kids are amazing um right. and then when it comes to adults like i do like fiona a lot like yeah, all, yeah. you know suits so we love them but then you know like even elizabeth's wardrobe is very different from rosemary's and rosemary right. has really some beautiful suits which we build right so mm -hmm. uh like they are all very different so i would probably just say i like playing with fabrics and textures and then finding like the home for that fabric for which character is going to work because right. sometimes like we do a fitting and you know erin tries a blouse on and we are like both looking at it and i'm like okay this is not going to work for you <laughs> and you know like you would think that it would but it's like as soon as you put it on it's like oh no this is more like clara's blouse or something you know or somebody else's right right, right. i really I loved clara's blouses last season by the way yeah, they were good yeah I I they were great those are, yeah. those are probably like one of my favorites too because like we're playing with lots of different textures and prints yes and mm -hmm. some of her blouses were actually made out of dresses. Really? Sleeveless. Oh. So, uh, so basically there was just enough fabric at the bottom to make the sleeves out of. So that's why, you oh, know, nice. like they have different lengths because it really depending on how long the dress was. Um, but that was something wow. that we did even for Elizabeth. It's like I sometimes find a blouse and I get two of and we use one for the sleeves and one for the you know, the bodies or something. So huh. that is so fascinating. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> well, you cannot really find those fabrics, you know, like in stores, especially right. like Vancouver is quite limited, right? So you cannot try to take advantage of everything what's offered in town. So sometimes, you know, you have to buy two and make one. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. right. Uh, 
It's very Barbara, how, how are you um, planning to make the changes for us heading into the 20s? Will that greatly impact your wardrobe? Well, I think I would probably apply it on like a mod. Well, not maybe modern day, but you know, like it's almost like if you like skinny jeans, you probably it will take you a longer time to get out of them. You know, so it's like, you know, like in 20s, you didn't really wear corsets, but there is probably people in, you know, 1900s, which basically love the corsets and they stick to them until their death or something, right? So <laughs> you kind of are just like, you know, like I would say like you kind of base the changes on the character and what they would right. do. And then also on the actor's preferences a little bit too. Because like the corset does give you a great silhouette, right? So right. like jumping from there to something without a corset, it's really big change and it's completely different look, right? And I mean, it's right. still a small town, so they can be still a little bit behind, right? Mm -hmm. yes. But you know, like, but it's kind of like, you have to just like figure out the balance in changes, I would say. Right. I mean, I would probably do sometimes like a bigger jump, but like, I would probably need more people for that too. <laughs> um, yeah, like you need the time, right? You need time and, you know, budget and people. That's a big job. Right. Yeah, like um, if you wanted yeah. to do the whole valley, that would be a big job. Yeah, yeah, right. So you have Emma. to go step by step. So like, there, you know, like last year when we did Faith, yes. Yep. Yeah, so we actually were basically shortening all her skirts, right? So it was all skirts and we were shortening them up, which was quite interesting. So we are trying to adapt something what's, you know, existent and just making it more modern, close to the 20s. Okay. If that's what, you know, we are required to do or asked to do. <laughs> right. right. Also, you, you brought in the... Um, the overalls, the freedom alls was the name. Uh, what prompted you to bring freedom alls into the show? Well, actually, that was the, our writers. So they actually wrote it in a script. And I was just really happy that we get a chance to make them. Yeah. So it was really exciting. So, you know, I just did my take on them based on the research we did. And right. it was, you know, very exciting. I mean, if you see how it's actually built, we didn't build it the way they built it at the time, mm -hmm. but look, it still looks like that it's built properly. <laughs> right, right. No, they look great on, on screen. Um, it's, a, it's a look I'm familiar with, and certainly overalls for girls and women have come through a few different times. So I, I love that it gave that late uh, 19-teens look. Right. Was, uh, plus the fabrics you picked were great. Oh yeah, no, I was yeah. It was like a beautiful fabric to use, especially like even for Rachel's. Mm -hmm. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, those fabrics were beautiful. Came across. I bet they really clothes. liked wearing pants. Yeah. Oh yes, <laughs> probably more comfortable in the skirts. <laughs> yeah, you would have to ask them. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm assuming. <laughs> um, how big is your team? Is it really just you and your dad and mom that know all this work for the show? Well, basically, uh, so when you have you have people on set, right? So mm -hmm. uh, you have set supervisor. Then we have a track costumer. We have actually two. So you have track 
costumer and the assistant. Then we have okay. a background costumer. So those four people are always daily on the set to making sure everything is going smoothly. Right. And then we have my dad who is assisting. <laughs> And my mom is building the costumes. Okay. Usually she just takes on like the most intricate pieces or, you know, mm -hmm. like all those Frankensteins I was talking about. Yeah. Um, uh, so, um, uh, so she does that. Then we have Andrea in office. So she does mostly sewing and lots of alterations. Okay. Uh, and then, and then okay. that's me, I think. I don't think I forgot anybody. Yes, so it's more people than so it's still a pretty small team. Yeah. yeah. So we had actually we had a like couple few like not that many people, but we have Jennifer who was actually sewing as well, like few years back. Okay. And then we have Andrea and then we had so there was usually like one other like seamstress slash uh catter depending on the experiences. And okay. then last year we had lots of alterations actually. So yeah, I, I just sourced sourced it out. So I just gave it, you know, some people to do at home who I knew and they were available okay. before they jumped actually on their, you know, like regular shows. Um, right. Yeah, but it's very small team. Still. Right. So what is a day? Um, for, are you on set, or are you you're probably too busy <laughs> to be on set? <laughs> actually, I am usually in trucks. So like, you know, like I have to, like once you get the script, I have to decide which actor is going to wear which outfit, you know, for, you know, like yes. that particular, not scene, but it's a script day, right? So usually like uh, we don't really change the actors during this one script day unless it's like required, you know, sometimes if they end up in jail, they don't change for longer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, yes, I have to do the lineup. So I'm okay. usually uh, I'm usually at the truck, and then if I if somebody needs to go to set, then it's Martin, my dad. So I send him off there to take care of things. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, so and then I'm in office or shopping. So it's okay. kind of I think that's kind of enough locations for me to cover <laughs> yes it's a lot it i was it. gonna say do you um does it is it still fun to go shopping for these things or is it stressful sometimes where you know it's just work or do you really still find that joy out of that like going searching for materials and fabrics and when it comes to fabrics i think that's one thing I definitely enjoy, and I don't think I ever get bored of it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's different than the clothes because you're actually looking for materials to create something out of them. Right. And I also find, even like for personally, when I used to, I didn't have time to build anything for myself lately, but when I used to like build stuff for me, I usually find the inspiration in fabric. So you can okay. kind of do it both ways, right? Like you can find a great fabric and then figure out what to use it for. Or then mm -hmm. you do a sketch and then you find the fabric for that particular sketch. So you can kind of work both ways, right? When right. it comes to shopping for clothes, I would say like on a contemporary show, that's hard. Like it's very exhausting. Yeah. And, you know, like the COVID really changed a lot of things. Right. And there wasn't enough merchandise as well. Like, you know, like there was times when I went to a store and 
you know, where it used to be like all these jeans, it was like nothing there. Like yeah, it was right. Shows, right? We've noticed. So, totally noticed that. Like the merchandise yeah. definitely, you know, changed. Um, I'm kind of glad we are building lots of things right now. <laughs> it kind of makes it, I would say, easier. I will knock on something though. Um, but yeah, like it can be definitely stressful at times and it's definitely exhausting, right? And then you need, you're basically addressing people you never met before. So you're just going off of their sizes, right? And, oh, then, okay. and then before COVID sometimes happened that the cast, like the cast arrived just the day before the shoot. So you don't really have enough time to, you know, like for alterations or, you know, like you have to send wardrobe for approvals. Uh, there is not enough time to, you know, like uh, respond, I guess, to everything or like right. react to everything that fast because you kind of would have to work like 48 hour day, I think. Right. <laughs> um, like there is never enough time. So, um, so I do craft for building, I would say for sure. Okay. I, I can totally see that. Can totally see that. Hey, I'm going to ask about this, uh, the Mountie uniform and the surge people. I have lots of questions. So we'll start with, um, do you build that or does, is that uh, you buy that or is it given to you? Okay. So with the uniforms, there's actually, if I understand it correctly, you have to have rights to use them. Mm -hmm. So you cannot use them on a show until you have rights to use the uniform. There is only one place in Vancouver we actually you can rent them out of, which is IMS. Okay. And they actually build the Nathan's uniform because they have all the fabrics. Okay. <laughs> so so they built the uniform, we gave them the sizes, and then we fitted it on our actor, and then we altered it more in our office just because it needed you know a little bit more alterations. But it was something which you know we didn't build. We had to add like a mic pack and stuff like that and haul here and there for the mic. <laughs> right. I think because you need a pocket for a cell phone. <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> I actually was thinking about it today and I'm not sure if his parents have pockets. That's what he's complained about actually. He has no pockets. So. He's like, I have no pockets. <laughs> what about when you have, so when they have like other Mounties coming into town, you, you're able to just rent those costumes from the same yeah so we ran them. yeah so ims basically has you know like they have like not that many like historically accurate uniforms okay there is actually a def difference in a pocket so they have one with the correct pocket and the one with the wrong pocket so okay. when we had to do a funeral we actually had to rent you know like the ones with the wrong pocket as well so uh yeah but we just rent all of it from them mm -hmm. okay so then those are more accurate that way, right? Yes. But okay. the, there is a piece which was omitted since actually even before I started there and we never brought it back, but it was never even saw, seen on camera. It's like this white rope, which they wear like monkeys. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but we don't use it on a show, so. Right, yeah. Well, right. right, okay. Uh, <laughs> but can you tell us, um, we're getting closer to the time of wrapping up. So tell us a quick story about something that maybe has gone wrong that you were scrambling to fix, you know, maybe during a shoot or something like that, um, or any kind of funny story. Uh, so the worst, if you can think of it. 
the first one was it wasn't a man called the heart i did a show and it was one of those where you have to work with the weekend the cast was hired on friday we went to camera on wednesday we oh had to do fittings on monday and tuesday we actually did fittings with nine people on monday and they all had like 30 costume changes i think <laughs> if not more it was really it was, it was lots of costumes but the bad thing was that our first camera day which was very early i think it was like five o'clock in the morning i think we had okay. to get to set yep. um and because you know like everything was last minute i had to actually decide on a day which actor is going to wear what but that wow. wasn't the problem the problem was that when we got to the truck uh all the clothes fell down well not all but a lot and i was just thinking it just fell down and then we picked up one piece of garment and it was wet and then oh and i was like okay it's just one garment but then we picked up the other garment and it was drenched in water oh, and basically what happened was that there was a point when um they were basically putting the water bottles the big blue ones on our track to transport them to set and one of them broke oh, no. and instead of they give us a call like at four o'clock or whenever the other people got there that there is an emergency they basically took the water bottles away and left the clothes sing into the puddle and then the colors transferred between oh, no. the <laughs> So basically, when actress, all her 30 costume pieces were damaged. Oh wow. my gosh. So I had to actually go to background track and find something similar to what she was supposed to wear and then to do a damage control. And yeah, it was very stressful. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm stressed out just listening to this story. <laughs> Holy bucket. And um, those those filming timelines are so tight. That that's crazy. I feel like go ahead. I was gonna bring up the weddings, Julie. I was gonna say we talked about wedding dresses. Um, do you make those or do you buy those? Okay, so the weddings I was responsible for, we actually found the dresses. Okay. So I have to say that my dad is actually really good at wedding dresses. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, like, for example, for Clara's wedding, mm -hmm. I actually that was beautiful. A picture what I was kind of imagining it, and he found, like, a perfect thing, and then we altered it. Wow. So, like, every piece is always, you know, altered, and, you know, mm -hmm. like, we have to do what we have to do to it, but, uh, and then we added belts to the Clara's dress, right? But then mm -hmm. for Rosemary dress, one of them, I know it was a strapless dress, mm -hmm. and we actually built a like a sort of a bodice with a long sleeve to go underneath okay to add sleeves to it if i remember correctly um and then erin's dress uh sh she actually was in new york and she was like okay so i can look for wedding dresses and i'm like because we actually before she ended up in new york we tried all like all like wedding dresses in a store in vancouver mm -hmm. and uh, we didn't really find anything what we liked and then she ended up in new york and She's like, okay, well, should I go? And I'm like, well, I've never been in New York. So I Googled, uh, you know, like the wedding stores and, you know, yeah. I was Blind like, okay, go there. Yeah. And wow. she found a wedding dress there. 
And the funny thing with that dress was uh, because it was a sample, so it wasn't brand new and it needed to be dry cleaned. And the dry cleaners lady was saying that we cannot really guarantee this dress will survive dry cleaning right? <laughs> because it was, you know, we had to really dry clean it. So we're just hoping that the lace is going to survive. Mm -hmm. uh, it survived. So that was good. Yeah. And, it's uh, and then we just did some, you know, we did alterations to it and then removed the buttons. I think there was like lots of buttons at the end. I don't know if we took those off or kept some right now. I can't yeah. remember. We've got a lot of comments about um, Claire's dress. So I think that was maybe a fan favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody yeah. loved Claire's dress. Yeah, that was beautiful. Um, and I'm going to add in, Lynn, like, how do you decide bridesmaids and groomsmen when you're doing doing a wedding? So, I mean, they did, like, different color variations mm -hmm. over the years. Uh, Rosemary's, where I think we did both. Well, it was only one time, but she wore the wedding dress twice. So we actually did gray suits for the men. Uh, for errands, we, if I remember correctly, did the blue ones. So mm -hmm. that was actually a very lucky find. I think it was the, yeah, I think it was her wedding. Uh, it was so long time ago. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there is this actually great website, which has these magical suits, I call them. <laughs> because they are actually three-piece and, you know, they come with a vest and they are wall. They're really good price and they look period. So we actually ordered them from this website and luckily they worked. And then when it comes to the bridesmaid dresses, so for Erin's, uh, it was the pink and blue, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. So... Um, uh, it's usually about fabric, so I think I suggested that we should do each of them differently. Lori, right. one color, and Rosemary, the other color. Yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, and then, uh, you know, like, I was looking for, you know, like, the matching fabrics in different colors. So that one wasn't that tough. But for Clara's wedding, though, um, that one was a tough one because... We wanted each dress to look different, but we wanted like the same fabrics in three okay. different colors. Okay. And, we, and I was kind of like, I don't usually have difficulty with fabrics, but this time I had. So it took me like two weeks to figure out which fabric we are going to use because we couldn't okay. find anything in store. There was like nothing. And then we actually ended up using fabric which I had since season three, and and I wanted to use it for something else, but it wasn't approved. So I was like, okay, this is the perfect time to use this fabric, but we only had it in two colors. So we had okay. to basically dye it to get the third color. Wow. And wow. then we had to get, uh, you know, like another supporting fabric for the dresses. And that one also only came, I think, in two colors. So we had to dye that one. And, you know, sometimes it's not like, you know, friendly, dyeable fabrics. So right. uh, so we had to figure out that. And, uh, uh, yeah, and then we built the dresses. Well, wow. it's so funny because with that one, that when the minute I saw them, I uh, made an edit because it was like Disney princess colors. And it was just so easy to, like, line the princesses up with the three women in that um 
at, for the for the Clara's wedding. So all that work paid off. You'll have to repost that, Julie. I don't think I would know you then. <laughs> I kind of know you then. It's a cute, it's a it was a cute edit. I'll have to dig it out. Um, but I immediately was like, oh, look at the Disney princesses walking down the aisle. <laughs> well, um, should we should we go into our game quick and then um, yeah. and then start wrapping yeah. up? Yeah. So we're we like to play a game. It's like a this or that game, but we call it suspenders or buttons because that's our name. Um, so I'll start with an easy one. Do you like pie or cake? Cake. Cindy, go next. Oh my goodness! I don't even have the list. I do. I'll go. Coffee or tea? Coffee or tea? Oh, tea for sure. I don't drink coffee. Okay. <laughs> Winter or summer? Summer. Do you have it now, Cinda? Spring or fall? Oh, I will go with spring. <laughs> uh -huh. Streaming or movie theater? Movie theater. Um, let's see, fall movie or Christmas movie? I don't even know what's fall movie, so I'm going with Christmas. <laughs> I will work as a whole bunch of them. They make a whole like event around it. <laughs> Although they're not very folly this year. Right, go ahead, Julie. <laughs> All right. Small dinner party or a big party? Was the first one a small party? Small, small dinner party or large party? I would go with small. Yeah. What Mountains about? Mountains or beach? One more time, sorry. Mountains or beach? Oh, beach, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Country or city? It's a tough one. I think I would go with city. City. And that's our game. <laughs> Fun. Um, can you tell us about any other projects you might be working on now or that you've just worked on? I know you just did the Netflix Harry and Meghan movie. Um, with, no, that was Lifetime. Yeah, Lifetime. Lifetime. And then you did a, a Netflix um, Christmas movie. Is there anything you're working on now or you want to tell everybody about? Well, right now it's Ben Calls the Heart. It's pretty much Ben Calls the Heart. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <The whole time. laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so but the Harry and Meghan movie, that one was really cool because we actually had to build lots of costumes for that one. So okay. because we had to like match, you know, like certain costumes which actually Meghan wore in real life. And then Ooh. we couldn't do exact match because you have to do it based on the rules that it has to be okay. like 30% different to the real thing. Oh, so, okay. Um, so that one, that one was actually lots of fun. Like it was lots of work, but you know, like we had to match all these like real scenes with the hats and the gowns and everything. So uh, yeah, it was different experience altogether. That sounds really fun to be have to match the scene, but also make it so different. That it's forty percent like different. <laughs> yeah, that sounds wow. very fun. <laughs> That's okay. Go ahead, Julie. Um. No, I, I think I'm good. Do we have anything else? Uh, I don't think so. All right. Where can we find you on social media, Barbara? Well, I do have an Instagram, which is my full name, I believe. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is. Twitter, but I don't use that one. 
<laughs> I did find you on Twitter. Shame, it's your full name. But so uh, much there. And then I do have Facebook, but that's just for my grandma. Here's my cat. So. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the Instagram is probably the best. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, thank you. Yes. Thank you for coming on with us and for chatting and, you know, giving us your time. We really appreciate it. We love we love talking about the costumes and the different um, details, and we love seeing the pictures. So keep posting for us all the different details. We love it. Yeah, I should post yeah. more, so... <laughs> awesome. uh, well, then I'll sign us out and we can hang out here for a minute as we go off from live. Thank you for joining Suspenders Unbuttoned for our podcast this week with um, our guest costume designer, Barbara Gregozova. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see Thank you. Next you. And everybody stay Bye. tuned for an announcement for our next podcast. Um, yeah. Coming up soon. Okay. And.